My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Touch of the Master's Hand. My name is Bill Crockett. We are continuing our study on God's plan for our life. We're talking about the aspects of God's individual plan for each one of us. The first aspect was that we live our life one day at a time. We don't try and see the big picture. God leads us one day at a time. The second aspect of God's plan for our life is that life will change. There's going to be a day where something is going to take place that will change the course of our life, and God will begin using those changes to direct us where he wants us to be. Now, the third aspect of God's specific plan for each one of us is that we've got to let God lead us along that path. Uh, We have a tendency sometimes to want to run ahead of God. We see something and we think, hey, that might work great. So I'm going to run ahead and I'm going to try this or I'm going to do this or I'm going to make this decision because I'm going to help God out without consulting God or making sure that's what God wants us to do. So we've got to let God lead and not run ahead of him. We've been talking about this using the story of Samuel and Eli in 1 Samuel chapter 3. So if you've got a Bible and you want to open it, 1 Samuel chapter 3, we're going to begin in verse number 11, and we're picking up the story where we left off last time. Um, God had come to Samuel. He had called him three times. Samuel thought it was Eli. Eli finally realized that it was God speaking to Samuel because Samuel didn't, he didn't know it was God. And so God finally came to Samuel after Eli instructed Samuel, next time God comes, you just say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So uh, God came, he called Samuel. Samuel said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Now we pick the story up in verse 11, where God begins to speak. He's got Samuel's attention. Now God is beginning to speak. And here's what he says. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I'm about to do a shocking thing in Israel. I'm going to carry out all my threats against Eli and his family from beginning to end. I have warned him that judgment is coming upon his family forever because his sons are blaspheming God and he has not disciplined them. So I have vowed that the sins of Eli and his sons will never be forgiven by sacrifices or offerings. Samuel stayed in bed until morning then got up and opened the doors of the tabernacle as usual. He was afraid to tell Eli what the Lord had said to him, but Eli called out to him, Samuel, my son, here I am. Samuel replied, what did the Lord say to you? Tell me everything. And may God strike you and even kill you if you hide anything from me. So Samuel told Eli everything. He didn't hold anything back. It is the Lord's will, Eli replied. Let him do what he thinks is best. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him, and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable. And all Israel, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord continued to appear at Shiloh and gave messages to Samuel there at the tabernacle. You know, we've got to let God lead us, just like Samuel did. God uses people, 
circumstances, difficulties, tragedies, successes, and everything else about our life to lead us where he wants us to be doing what pleases him. Once Samuel opened his ears and heart to what the Lord wanted to tell him, God began to share his plan and guide his life. And he'll do the same for us. Once we trust him and we open our heart to him and we realize that when change begins to take place, that's God working and we submit to it. Once we do that, then God will begin to share his plan with us and guide our life. And as it unfolds, we'll begin to see it one step at a time. I want us to notice a few things about God's leading in our life that we can learn from this account of Samuel. So let me give you these things about how God leads us from how he worked in Samuel's life. Number one, God still leads us through the everyday task of life. This story said that after God spoke to Samuel that night, that Samuel got up and opened the doors of the tabernacle as usual. You see, the Bible says that Samuel got up after God spoke to him and told him what he was going to do, and he got up and did what he would do every day. He kept doing his, his responsibilities. Just because we have surrendered to God's plan, that doesn't mean that fireworks are going to go off and all our daily responsibilities are going to disappear. No, we must continue to live life each day remaining faithful in the responsibilities that we have been given, and God will change all of that whenever he's ready. Too many times when we surrender to God and we're all excited about God's plan for our life, we want to just skip over all the, the things that God has to do in our life. Mostly, we want to just quit all these mundane responsibilities that we don't like. Well, the reality is, just because God gets a hold of our heart and God finally gets us to surrender, God still leads us through the everyday task of life. So we've got to get up and keep doing every day the responsibilities we have been given, whatever those are, and allow God to lead us and teach us through those responsibilities. So number one, God still leads through the everyday task of life. Number two, we may be asked to do something that we're afraid to do. This passage says that Eli, uh, that Samuel was afraid to tell Eli what the Lord had said. He, he was scared. He was afraid that he, he would tell Eli about God's judgment and Eli was going to be mad at him. And yet Eli found or Samuel found out that once he told Eli, and by the way, Eli didn't give him much choice. He said, tell me everything, and may God strike you and even kill you if you hide anything. Well, I'd be pretty uh, convinced to tell him everything if he had said that to me. So he told him everything. And it's interesting, because once he did, Eli said, it is the Lord's will. Let him do what he thinks is best. All those things, all that fear that Samuel had about telling Eli the truth, it all went away because he did what was the right thing to do and God took care of it. Many times God 
is going to have us do things that we're afraid to do. But as we begin to do them, we'll start to see the power of God working through us, even when we're afraid. Don't hold back from God's plan just because you're afraid. God will give you the strength you need when you need it. Just follow his leading one day at a time. God went to the prophet Jeremiah and told him, I want you to be a prophet and speak to my people. And Jeremiah said, Lord, I can't do that. I can't speak. I'm just a child. He was afraid. But God said, don't say you can't do it. If I call you, you can do it, and I will give you the words to say. I remember when God began to work on my heart about becoming a preacher. I had the same fears. I hated speech class. I hated standing up in front of any class giving a report. How was I ever going to stand up in front of people and give a sermon? But as I began to finally follow God's plan for my life, he showed me that with his help, I can do anything. So how does God lead us? Well, he leads us through the everyday task of life. Sometimes he leads us by asking us to do things we're afraid of, and we trust him and see his power. And then finally, number three, God leads us by helping us to grow. You see, we still have some growing up to do. The Bible says, as Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him. Samuel wasn't told you're going to be a prophet and you're going to take over for Eli and I'm going to use you. And then the next day, all of a sudden, that all happened. No, Samuel still had to grow up. He still had some learning to do. And just because God calls us, it doesn't mean that we get to skip the training. You see, we never outgrow the need for God to make us better. We can always learn. And just because God's given us the desire to do something, it doesn't mean that we get to skip past all the training. We still must go through the training in order to accomplish what God's asked us to do. I remember when God gave me the desire to preach, I wanted to just start preaching right away. The problem was I didn't know what preaching was, much less how to do it. Now, after all these years, I am more aware of my deficiencies than ever before. Every day is a training day for me, and every training day brings new and wonderful lessons that make me more effective as God's servant. So my friend, to know God's plan for our life, we just need to first understand these three facets of how God works. Life changes. God directs us in those daily tasks, and God trains us and helps us to grow up. So remember, live your life every day just doing the right thing one day at a time. Life's going to change, but realize that's God working, and then let God lead you. Now that we understand how the plan works, what practical steps can we take to know we're going in the right direction? Or how do I even know where to begin? Well, tomorrow, we're going to begin to look at five steps to knowing that we're following God's plan. I hope you'll join us tomorrow. Let's pray. Father, thank you for allowing us to be together again. Give us wisdom to know and follow your plan for our life each day. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, thank you for joining us on Touch of the Master's Hand. Have a great Tuesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody.